Alleluia, alleluia. The Word of God is living and effective, able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Almighty God, may the words of the Gospel be on my mind, in my mind, on my lips, and in my heart. After Jesus had spoken, a Pharisee invited him to dine at his home. He entered and reclined at table to eat. The Pharisee was amazed to see that he did not observe the prescribed washing before the meal. The Lord said to him, O oh, you Pharisees, although you cleanse the outside of the cup and the dish, inside you are filled with plunder and evil. You fools! Did not the maker of the outside also make the inside? But as to what is within you, give alms, and behold, everything will be clean for you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Just a note for all of you out there who are riding the Catholic Bible bus. Right now we're reading Galatians, the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. So you should be reading that at home. Or you should pray with Psalm 119 today. That was our psalm. So take some time in prayer with Psalm 119. That's one way to have the scriptures in your life outside of Mass to follow along with what the church is teaching or to pray with that psalm. Or even some people even pray with this antiphon which is from Hebrews chapter 4 today. The Word of God is living and effective, able to discern the reflections and the thoughts of the heart. You could meditate on that today. Our readings today have a lot to do with uh, the law and following the law. St. Paul today is living in a time, and he's writing to these people because he's living in a time where they're saying that you have to do this and that to be a Christian. So they're saying you have to be baptized, but still follow all of the Jewish ceremonial law. In other words, you have to be baptized to be Christian and circumcised. So you got to follow the 613 commandments of the Jewish law and be baptized. And St. Paul is saying that is nonsense. No, because once you're baptized, you are now uh, in the faith. You are now you are now a Christian. There's no other way to get into the faith except through baptism. Just like uh, my one of my heroes, Bishop Fulton Sheen said, you think of the sacraments are just like they follow a person's life. So in life you have to be born, that's baptism. In life you have to eat, that's the Holy Eucharist. To stay alive you have to eat. In life you have to fight off sicknesses and diseases, that's the sacrament of confession. Sometimes you get really sick and you have to fight for your life, that's the anointing of the sick. And then you have to have your life ordered to some purpose. That's confirmation, matrimony, or holy orders. Then your life is ordered in a certain way. So that's what God gives us, all of that. You don't need anything else on the top of that. You don't need to be circumcised or uncircumcised, but you have to be baptized and brought into the faith. In Jesus, in the gospel today, Jesus is a different, different way of thinking about the law. These people are following the ceremonial law, but they're rotten in their heart. So they think that just by following the externals, following the ceremonial law, 
that that's having something to do with uh, justifying them before God. You know the old saying is there it's a wolf wearing a sheep clothing and they think they're a sheep. <laughs> Jesus is saying no, it's it's what what's in your heart that counts. It's what how you live your how you live. It's following Jesus in your heart and doing the things that he would ask you to do, not keeping just keeping the ceremonial law. For ex you know, an example I always use is a, is a I it, here I finally ended up in Chicago. Uh, a Chicago hitman. Maybe he goes to daily mass every morning and goes out and kills people. <laughs> Thinking, well, I followed the law. I went to mass, right? Or let's say maybe you know, I don't eat meat on Friday and I, I and I go to mass, but then you don't take any time for prayer in your life. You don't take it. You don't read the scripture. <laughs> you don't help your neighbor. You don't grow in virtue. You don't seek the gifts of the Holy Spirit. But I don't eat meat on Friday. See, the more important thing is following Jesus in your heart. And doing the things that he asked us to do the ceremonial law so when you talk about the law you have to make this great distinction between the ceremonial law and the moral law now Jesus and Paul fought the law but not not the moral law the ceremonial law the moral law were always called to keep so the moral law in fact they made it even stricter Jesus says if you're angry at your brother or sister you've committed murder so they even made the moral law stricter so we ought to always follow the moral law, but the ceremonial law, you know, the 613 commandments, we don't follow them anymore because actually, friends, here it is. We've, we're under a new law, the law of the gospel, or it's also called the law of love. That's the law that we live under now. Jesus put in one sentence so you can't get confused. You can't forget it. You don't know what you're supposed to do. You do know what you're supposed to do. Love God, love neighbor, and love yourself. That's the law that we live under. You can go ahead and look that up in Matthew 25 when Jesus comes back to judge the earth. He says to them, when I was hungry, you, f you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was in prison, you visited me. So he's using that law of love to judge. And that's what we're judged on, the law of love. And that's the law that we're under. So today, my friends, let us ask the Holy Spirit to increase in our hearts the law of love and the law of loving God, loving our neighbor, and loving ourselves.